You're listening to episode number 29 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today, we're chatting about listening to your body, signs of hormone imbalance, some suggestions on birth control, steps to balancing hormones, and how to navigate hormone balance and and really taking care of your body. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Leanne from healthfulpursuit.com, and this is the Keto Diet Podcast, where we're busting through the restrictive mentality of a traditional ketogenic diet to uncover the life you crave. What's keto? Keto is a low-carb, high-fat diet where we're switching from a sugar-burning state to becoming fat-burning machines. If you're in need of keto recipe food prep inspiration, I've prepped a free seven-day keto meal plan exclusive for podcast listeners. The plan is complete with a shopping list and everything you need to chow down on keto for seven whole days. Download your free copy at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash keto meal. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, happy Sunday. I have had to record a bunch of podcasts before I go out on the Keto Diet Book Tour and I really love podcasting. I hope you guys are really enjoying some of the stuff we're coming out with. Thank you so much for submitting all your survey answers. We're getting some really, really good ones and so lots of things will be coming up on the podcast in the fall. So I'm really excited about it. So thank you so much for that and for the people I've already met on tour. Oh my gosh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming out. I'm looking Looking into my crystal ball telling you that I've already had the best time and that I'm so happy about where the book is at because that's where I feel I'm going to be by the 16th of April 2017. <laughs> the show notes and full transcript for today's episode can be found at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash podcast forward slash e29. The transcript is added to the post about three to five days following the initial air date of this episode. And let's hear from one of our awesome partners. This show is sponsored by Paleo Valley. You guys know how much I love supplements. This time last year, I was taking over 50 supplements a day and it was excessive. The first step to overcoming a problem is knowing you have one in the first place, I will admit. Over the last year, I've toned down on my supplement intake substantially. I'm down to below 20 a day and I'm super proud of it. One of the reasons I was comfortable letting certain supplements go is by taking a whole food base ultra primal super nourishing organ complex from paleo valley now these guys just went out with this i've actually been taking it for quite some time but couldn't share it with you until it was live to the public so this organ complex from paleo valley is a mega nutrient dense super supplement the nutrients in just one daily dose read like the best multiple vitamin out there and it's a whole food there's vitamins a b12 b6 b5 b2 and 3 coq10 folic acid, iron, selenium, phosphorus, and zinc, copper, omega-3 fatty acids, EPA, and DHA, phosphorus, and the list goes on. The organ complex is a combination of beef liver, heart, brain, and kidney, all sourced from 100% grass-fed and finished beef organs, which are non-GMO and never given antibiotics, steroids, hormones, or grains. The capsules are 100% pure with no fillers or flow agents, gluten, grains, soy or dairy you can go to paleovalley.com forward slash hp to receive an instant 20 percent off your order of the new paleo valley organ complex 
Again, that's paleovalley.com forward slash HP to receive your instant 20% off. If you have an idea for a podcast episode or you want to submit praise over and above the review, which you can leave me by going to healthfulpursuit.com forward slash review, you can reach me at info at ketodietpodcast.com. So today's guest, her name is Kieran Ram. She's a UK food mood expert trained in hormone balancing for women that marries the best of cutting edge science with the wisdom of targeted and effective natural healing solutions. She specializes in helping women over 40 across the UK understand the effects of hormones on their weight, bouts of extreme fatigue due to disturbed sleep, and the sheer lack of energy and enthusiasm toward life. Kieran is a certified women's holistic health coach with a speciality in hormone health. She trained in the Gottfried Protocol with Sarah Gottfried and is currently studying at Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. Kieran has been featured in media worldwide, including the Huffington Post UK, First Class Lifestyle in the US, Smart Healthy Women, and the I Am Women Project in Australia, to name a few. Kieran has recently hosted the first Hormonal Harmony Summit, reaching thousands of women across the globe so they can discover a solution to their nagging hormonal symptoms. When she's not teaching women how to drop their hormone struggles once and for all, you'll find her painting her fingers green in the garden, traveling and having fun in the kitchen. So I had tons of questions for Kieran that we didn't even get to because I know how many questions you have about hormones. So we just touched the surface. But what I love about Kieran's approach is just her mind-body approach to really addressing hormone health. So if you're looking for a more balanced approach to your health and looking at your body from a loving perspective, you're going to love today's episode. If you're looking for more of the science, know that it is coming. And I'm looking for a guest that can really drill down into a lot of the questions you have about hormones and ketogenic diets. So if you actually have a book that's your favorite go-to about hormone health and you think the author would be great for the podcast, please, please, please email me at info at ketodietpodcast.com and we will get someone on the show to chat more about hormones because I know it's something you all really, really love and I love it too. So without further ado, let's cut over to my interview with Karen. Hi, Karen. How's it going today? Great, Leanne. How are you? I'm doing so great. I'm very, very excited to have you on the show today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you. And for listeners that may not be familiar with your work, why don't we start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'm in the UK, originally from India. And I. it was my own personal journey where I came, ended up doing what I'm doing today, working with women, supporting them to be healthier, get their hormones balanced. And generally have that zest and passion for life, uh, bring that back again. So growing up, I was suffering from PCOS as a teenager in India. And at that time, this was in the 80s. And of course, there was nothing to kind of read. There was no Google, <laughs> let's say. Uh, there was nothing that you could search and get more information. Um, and it all it started with, of course, uh, with puberty, you know, I kind of gained a little bit weight and then my cycles were irregular. Thankfully, yes, birth control pill in India at that time was a no-no. But it's interesting that I I started developing a rash on my face so much so that 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 condition, it kind of extended, started from a year lobe and it extended to my entire face. And my brother used to joke with me and say, used to kind of tease me that, oh, you kind of 
become like a 80 year old woman overnight because my skin it 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 was it was an eczema but it had kind of my skin had become really wrinkly but of course we didn't connect it with you know what's going on with my changes in my body or even anyone look at the diet because they didn't know about that over at the, in india at that time and of course they took me to the uh, to the dermatologist who who just kind of gave me the prescription for steroids and of course taking steroids for so long the weight was piling up and indian diet is full of traditional indian diet is full of gluten you know and i remember my dad used to and now i know when i think of it it was like my dad would he would he would think that oh yes i'm going to make sure that my family eats the best food bless him and he would he would say american wheat is the best wheat oh, <laughs> oh dad <Bless> dad <laughs> honestly and he so he would and it was it was the most expensive kind of wheat which he would you know which we would have in the house and because the american everything american is really good kind of a thing you know it has to be good and not knowing yes now i know the gmos and everything yes so unknowingly yeah we were you know we were i was being fed on that so that was our main that was a staple food you know and of course i was constipated so that wasn't doing any good for my hormones the pcos my blood sugar and all that kind of you know escalated i gained weight with the steroids and the diet and the hormones changing and then i went i went on a kind of a their road to lose weight so i was i used to go on a diet after diet all times and again they all used to laugh at me at home that oh if she's got a if she's she's irritable so just give her some food and she'll be happy but because i wasn't eating at all all day long i was literally just having one meal a day in the evening thinking that okay that's going to make you know i'm going to lose weight and yes okay i did lose the weight but yes when i would go back to the way i was eating because you can't just live on the survival mode all your life and the weight would of course it would creep up so yes it was kind of a going back and forth on diets and weights the turning point and this continued for 20 years till i came into the uk and i was still that i had lost the weight but in my head the mirror always said i am big and i i had some I ordered some weight loss pills <laughs> and when they came I kind of it was as if christmas has come early so I opened the parcel and I took the two pills and and actually got up after a while I don't know how long it was I was lying on the floor so I really passed out with those pills and that was that was the turning point kind of I thought what the hell am I doing to myself but even then I knew that if I keep I chuck the pills in the in the bin in the house uh, in the kitchen but i knew that i couldn't trust myself i would go back and rummage it out and probably start taking them again so i actually went and threw them out in the trash can outside the house just to make sure that i wouldn't go scavenging over there sounds sad but yes so that's that's when i started looking at nutrition and addressing my own issues and yes of course now i can say i did have an eating disorder and once i started addressing that got you know ditched the sugar made the changes and started eating fearlessly i found out that i was a lot more happier i had a lot more energy i wasn't that irritable it was like that peace and calm kind of and 
and I was making better decisions. <laughs> mm. So it kind of all fell into place with that. And, and then I joined Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And from then on, it kind of just led to going deeper and deeper into learning so much so that, yes, the sugar addiction went away and now it's kind of a learning addiction um which i'm on and yes and no regrets about that i hope i don't change that but yeah that's where i am leanne that's beautiful story and to kind of see your transition of also the passion that you have for taking care of your body i know uh, you know i have a disordered relationship with food or had one in the past and it's a fine balance between taking care of your body and also not getting too uh, you know, caught up with everything you're learning about nutrition. How have you found that process to be, you know, knowing now that you probably had an eating disorder, looking back, how were you able to, you know, care about your body while also not becoming obsessed about all the things you should or shouldn't do? Yes, it's kind of addressing from the root cause. I mean, I, w I grew up as a vegetarian. So yes, um, I and because I wasn't eating I wasn't eating at all. So breakfast was a no-no. And my excuse was that for skipping meals was I don't have the time. But it wasn't doing me any favors. And I know, and it's a funny thing I noticed. And now when I look back into it, you know, when you're learning, when you're studying and you're reading, you kind of you connect the dots and you say that, yes, this is where I was. I hadn't even heard of somebody, you know, of a condition called pyroluria which I found out when I was reading that, yes, it's it's zinc, B vitamin deficiency, people who kind of skip breakfast, don't eat it, and I, um, don't eat breakfast. They kind of tend to get this and they say that, oh, I'm not a morning person and they can do without breakfast. For me, it kind of led, it, it leads to a social anxiety disorder. So I would decide, I would say that, yes, I'm going out to see friends or I'm going out to, you know, to a talk or any event. And just before that event, it would be that I'm starting to look for excuses. I don't want to go. I want to pull out. And that's a classic indication of, of pyloruria and having this zinc deficiency and so on. So I kind of addressed those. It was, it was a lot of, and now I make a conscious effort. I kind of, it's there at the back of my head. So it's not that I don't, I'm completely, totally on the other side. Mm -hmm. I'm still, yeah, I, I still kind of dwindle between, you know, go, yeah, I do go end up going back, retracing my steps a bit. But it's it's that awareness, mm, you know, that yes. yes, I'm going back. And that's when you pull the stop. What helped me was journaling, you know, I kind of and I tell that to all my clients. It when you kind of put down at the mom at night, just take about 10 minutes and you know, put down things that made you, made you happy. You know, you saw blooming flower and, you know, a bunch of flowers and that put a smile on your face or what upset you at the end of the day. Don't sleep with that. Just put it down and just let it, let it go. Let it go out of your system because we kind of then turn to comfort. We kind of then seek solace from other things. So be it you know, alcohol or be it sugar. And, and then we, without knowing, we kind of get dragged, get dragged back to this, to the old, to the not so good part that's going to damage us, how far we've come. So, and that, and that really helps. Journaling for me has really helped. So it kind of makes me conscious and aware 
of what's happening. And when I need to take a pause. And it sounds like it was also a natural, like listening to a natural thing versus forcing yourself, you know, to go without breakfast and making up those excuses, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, it is. And I think the more you're aware of and the more you pause and think, you know, uh, rather than just just kind of going blindly and just, you know, being kind of thoughtless or shutting down your thoughts, even if any, you know, that thought comes to your mind and you kind of dismiss it. Yeah, because there's rules and, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that. You just say, oh, no, no, it's fine. (laughs) Absolutely. I kind of say that nasty aunt or that mother-in-law surfaces in your mind (laughs) to say that, you know, oh, you're not good enough or you're not doing this right or or a um, friend who says, oh, doing it once and not really a friend, but that friend in your mind is kind of, oh, you know, not really a friend. But yeah, go on, do it once. It's not going to hurt you or whatever. So you've just got to let that voice come and then just say, no, you know, it's your body. You know what's going to work for you. You know what is right. It's it's more of kind of not being in let that control go and being in charge. When you're, you know, when you're kind of trying to control, it's that tug of war going on, you know, winning and losing kind of a thing, who wins and who loses. So let go of that control, but just, you know, that and being that that awareness, that kind of keeps you in charge of what you're doing. More on my interview with Kieran Ram after this message from one of our podcast partners. Having options is good, but when it comes to digestive enzymes and probiotics, it can get really, really confusing. CFU counts, strains, bromelain, plant-based, with gallbladder support, without. Seriously, how the heck are we supposed to know which product is best for our bodies? That's why I love the new probiotic and gut health product finder from now. I select my age category, my health goals, and it recommends the probiotics that are right for me. Their tool tells me that women's probiotic 20 billion of probiotics specifically formulated using three clinically tested probiotic strains to support women's health through every stage of life and oral biotic lozenges, a powerful strain that when taken regularly colonizes the mouth and throat and helps to maintain the natural defense system of the main entry point of the body is best for me. Personalized and reliable. Head on over to nowfoods.com to use the finder. And if you locate something you want to try out, click on shop now-2-u.com and use the coupon code KETO, that's all in caps, no spaces, for 25% off your order. This offer is valid from April 1st to the 30th of 2017 and valid for U.S. orders only. Again, that's nowfoods.com and click on the shop now u.com little button there and you can use the coupon code keto all in caps no spaces for 25% off your order so if somebody you know I know that you specialize and are very passionate about hormones and and balancing them and taking care of women's health you know in the same piece you know listening to your body and really being kind to it and and taking a moment to step back and see what's going on are there certain signs that um, one could look for when it comes to hormone imbalances or or things that people should maybe take note of if they're noticing these things that might point to hormone imbalance 
Uh, of course, yes. Um, energy levels. If when your energy levels are suddenly you find your energy going down at say twelve o'clock, two o'clock, or four o'clock in the afternoon, okay. and you're going for food, or then it could be sleep. Um, you're just you're you're tired and wired, or you wake up at two or three in the morning, and then you okay you go you want to go to the bathroom, but then when you come back, that sleep doesn't come. Or you just want to, you don't want to wake, you know, wake up in the morning now, you want to have a lie-in and you can kind of probably sleep and you feel you can sleep for another couple of hours. You don't wake up feeling rested. That's, that's an indication there's something wrong. Just so many migraines, I would say moods as well. A lot of time with moods, we kind of, you know, you, you go the antidepressant, you know, you'll go to the doctor and they would just kind of put you straight on the antidepressant without looking at. But I find with so many of my clients, it's been that when they've kind of just worked on their diet, on their nutrition and looked at their hormones, it, they don't even they don't need that to be on that antidepressant. I've even seen clients being prescribed antidepressants so they could sleep. And and I'm not kidding. It was like, why would they even give you, you know, without even looking at the root cause and looking deeper, why straight away, you know, tear out a prescription so that you could sleep? And there are so many things that women can do. So sleep, energy, getting these cravings, you know, you go for the pick-me-up in the, at four o'clock, something sweet you want. A lot of women in the evening kind of go for just to unwind and they would go for alcohol. And then, of course, over a period of time, the sleep gets disturbed with the alcohol, irritable, Constant kind of you find uh, if they are allergies, infections, recurring infections. All these are signs that there is something is kind of not right. And I would say look deeper at that point. And and the core I tell is it's, yeah, look at, I would say, the digestion. It kind of, you know, it's like an analogy of a donut. I would say a donut. It's the way that, you know, your gut is connected to everything. So that hole in the donut, it touches the entire outer circle of the donut kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? So yeah, it's it's connected. So look deeper and you would you would find the answers. Be an active partner with your doctor and just and ask questions. You know, don't just take their word for granted. Dig deeper and you need to know so that you can make informed choices and make informed decisions about your health. That's that's important. But yeah, common, like I said, moods, sleep, energy levels. These are the most common ones that I see women coming who come to me with these kind of mm. symptoms. And with an informed decision, I know that when I found out what birth control did in my body, I chose to stop taking it. That was just a personal choice. You know, I had been at school learning about birth control. And up until that point, no doctor told me what birth control really did and how it could impact Mm -hmm. my hormones. Now, there are different forms of birth control. And I understand, you know, some people need to use different forms. But can we go through kind of what birth control pills can do to your body and maybe if there's other options that maybe won't affect us as much? 
Uh, yes, um, we. Uh, I just. Um, I just finished the summit, the Hormonal Harmony Summit, and uh, we had a speaker, uh, Holly Goodspall, who's written the book Sweetening the Pill, um, as an expert in the interview series. And it's interesting going. And I'm just going to go back to one of the emails that I received from a listener. She's a 22 year old girl, and just reading her email, I was. My heart just went out, or my eyes welled up when I read her email. She was put on birth control pill at the age of 12 to so to make her cycles regular and she now is on antidepressants and she says she's kind of goes with her moods swings up and down and she's really struggling and she wanted to find out more about um, birth control pills so yes they do have they are synthetic hormones yes and they do have we don't realize it we don't know the impact of it and even now, the doctors still, they would prescribe it to make your cycles, you know, when a girl to teenagers, when, to make the cycles regular rather than it's it's a big change. Menage is a big change. Uh, let the body get used to it. Give it some time, you know, for the cycles to get regular. And then look at the underlying causes of what is wrong. Rather than that, it's straight away giving them a pill to make their periods easier and more regular is is not the answer really and so it impacts your moods anxiety a lot of women they find that it's oh you know it's increasing their anxiety levels a lot of time women say i've seen friends and clients with a weight gain as well they complain of weight gain it's it's basically the birth control pill it's interfering with with nature and usually these birth control pills, yes, they are estrogen dominant. It's a synthetic hormone. So, yeah, you get weight gain, mood swings, the breast tenderness. Okay, it might help the painful periods, but then you end up paying a huge price for it. <laughs> you know, so with all these, with, with the side effects that you get, nausea, irregular bleeding or spot, uh, spotting. Uh, of course, pigmentation as well, uh, spotty darkening of the skin which happened to some extent with me, although I didn't, I wasn't on them for a long time. I was lucky enough to be warned by a pharmacist friend um, whose wife had taken it for a long period of time. And then she, she went on antidepressants and he kind of connected the dots. He knew that. So he took her off and he warned me that just, you know, just wean yourself, come off it. As for, um, and the birth control pills also deplete your body of Vitamins and other they have nutritional deficiencies like B complex vitamins, vitamin C, magnesium, and zinc. Because when your body metabolizes the birth control pills, um, our liver needs these other nutrients. It needs more of these vitamins um, and minerals. So if you're not kind of you know taking back giving your body back what the birth control pill is taking it leads to further nutritional deficiencies and again weight gain fluid retention mood changes depression and even heart disease can all arise from these nutrient deficiencies so it it really really is important if anyone is taking birth control pill as well and you kind of say no you don't want to come off it that's your choice but make sure you're giving your body the nutrients that is losing with the birth control pill so give it give your body kind of a little bit of what you're taking what's being taken out and of course can uh, yeast infections are common as well with women with uh as that's the side effect as well of the birth control pills 
the alternate, I would say there is a there are just so many apps available these days. I know there are fertility awareness groups in the US, not in the UK, um, where they teach young girls how to, you know, how to check the mucus and so on. Um, It's yeah, it's not in the UK. But then there is Daisy, you know, the fertility monitor. I haven't I haven't tried it because I've got I've got my Fitbit tracker, which kind of tracks, kind of keeps a track of my cycle. So I know that. But but yeah, the Daisy monitor is a good one, which Holly shared in in the summit, in the interview. And there are a few other apps as well. And of course, fertility awareness and so on. But if you can, I would say yes, kind of come off. My advice would be to come off the birth control pill. There are other safer alternates available which are kind of yeah they are reliable (laughs) yeah I use the life app and I love it (laughs) it's so great it it gives me alerts when I need to like be mindful of things and it's great you can put in your nutrition stuff like I was craving chocolate like crazy or protein or whatever it's really nice and it gives me like alerts a couple of days before so I can increase my carbohydrates so I've put all that in there so it's really really nice now for somebody who you know, a couple of years ago, I would not have felt comfortable to track my cycles because they weren't in a place where I could even know when I was fertile mm-hmm. or not. What do you think about the IUD or are there other options? Um, because IUD is, is delivered locally, not systematically. So is there are there other options other than tracking your cycles that are less harmful? Um, <laughs> um, I'm not kind of quite uh personally i'm not kind of quite 100 percent about the iud's as well (laughs) but i would probably say if i'm not yeah if i'm not 100 percent comfortable i wouldn't even kind of recommend or uh, say i would say it's better to kind of use apps and so on the thing Mm -hmm. is that a lot of your the pills okay it's 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 just that you know you in your there's only when you're going to conceive it's only that that one time right and we need to really train ourselves and get that and trust our bodies and our our learning and our awareness to look into it. I would say, yes, stay away. Personally, my personal view would be I would stay away from any sort of birth, be it IUD or be it a pill. I know some people will go for the mini pill and so on. I would kind of stay away from any of those. I would probably say use an app or use another like a daisy monitor or so on as far as the cycles not being regular initially yes then let the man use the condom you know kind of pass it on to them and okay there might be some risks involved with that but work work with a work with a practitioner get your hormone levels tested and 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 work on getting your cycles regular it there is no magic pill. It won't happen straight away. It takes time, but but you would you you're not kind of just getting your you know you're just not working on that to get your cycles normal so that you can track it. But a yeah. whole range of other benefits. You're going to be you know you're going to kind of get rid of the imbalances. You're going to be more balanced and you're going to be more healthier. So keep that as your aim rather than just kind of you know getting your cycles normal so that you could track it. Uh, totally. Yeah. 
that will come as a bonus. Yes. <laughs> and before we talk about kind of cycle regulation and the how to behind this, I know that, you know, to kind of set the stage also with uh, menopause, you know, there are a lot of uh, changes that occur during menopause. Do you have different tools and tips on how to make that transition a lot easier for women? My advice to all women would be, you know, look after yourself and your health. Don't leave it till you kind of, you know, that transition it's coming. And then you kind of come up with, then you end up with all these symptoms. I see in so many forums and groups and I hear from so many women, they they kind of blame everything on the hormones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and probably listeners may find it harsh when I say that, say this, that Yes, your symptoms are not, they're not just happening overnight because, you know, now you're transitioning into, you know, from peri, you're going perimenopause and menopause, you're in your third age. They don't just happen overnight. It happens over a period of time. So start younger, start working, you know, looking after yourself. For me personally, I found ditching caffeine really, really helped because, of course, it kind of balanced my cortisol levels and, as a result, you know, it was kind of a ripple effect. So my hormones are more calmer. My hormones are getting balanced and so on. And cutting out the environmental toxins, eating, you know, keep nourishing your body, eating the right nourishing foods for your body, getting rid of the car, the processed junk out, movement, meditation, all these things help. They helped me. They've helped a lot of my clients. And yeah, they do work. Uh, they do work. And they are natural, safer weight. And you'd find it harder. But yes, it, it it does work. Again, there isn't a magic pill. And these things don't happen overnight. Don't think of menopause, this age, as a disease that's mm. been inflicted upon you. But it's it's. I think it's a time to kind of for women to think of it the other way. That's the time when they can really enjoy life do the things that they would that they like to do the kids grown up you know so kind of look at what things that you wanted to do when you were younger you know um, a hobby that you wanted to take up and so on and channel your energies and your interests that way rather than just kind of feeling that oh yes you know you're stuck what do you do life has no meaning no life has has meaning you know and there's so much you can do to make sure that you live live a vibrant life full of energy doing the things that you love enjoying your relationships your time with friends family and so on but start start early don't leave it to you know all these symptoms are coming up and then you're thinking everything is connected to the hormones the crazy hormones the dreaded hormones but no they're not Hormones are your allies and they control, it's not just the sex hormones, hormones control so many other functions in your body. So work with them. They're not there to work against you, you know, work with them and and give them the support and nourishment they need to do their work that they are doing in your body. And, you know, doing a function, all the organ functions and everything that's happening around the hormones. So yes, so support them to do that. 
Yeah, it's really good advice. Not related to hormones, but really tells you how to listen to your body. I have had shoulder pain for the last year and just been like slight, you know, I do certain things and my shoulder hurts and I do certain things and my shoulder hurts and it got like worse and worse and worse. And I was thinking, you know, it's how I was sitting and I was kind of paying attention to it, but not really. And then one morning I woke up and I couldn't get out of bed because my entire back was completely seized up. It's like, had I paid attention for the last year, (laughs) you know, and like gone to a massage and like went to the Cairo and just picked away at it, it would have been fine. But now I'm laying in bed and I can't move and my book tour starts in two weeks. And there was just all the stress around it. And I think it's the same thing with anything. It's like, if you get to menopause and you've been completely ignoring your body up Mm -hmm. until this point, yeah, of course stuff, you know, as you're changing, things are going to change and shift and all these things are going to be popping up. So I think that's really good advice of like, wherever you're at right now, it's nothing you did right or wrong up until this point, but what is your body telling you and how can we address this? More on my interview with Kieran Ram after this message from one of our podcast partners. Instant Pot, my personal favorite pressure cooker, is a partner of the podcast. With Instant Pot, you can make meals in minutes. Truly, I was someone who was intimidated by pressure cookers, but I'm so happy I gave Instant Pot a try. It makes rich bone broths, hearty stews, and epic dishes just like your slow cooker does, but a lot quicker. I have the Instant Pot IP Duo 60, which pressure cooks, slow cooks, cooks rice, sautés, makes yogurt, steam and warms up food all in one. As an exclusive for Keto Diet Podcast listeners only, Instant Pot is offering everyone $50 off any Instant Pot of their choice. Simply go to instantpot.com, find the unit that best suits you, and use the coupon code KETO, that's all in caps, no spaces, for your $50 discount. Looking at like taking care of yourself, and you mentioned some really good strategies, If somebody is, say, in their mid-30s and they're trying to regulate their cycle and kind of get into that zone of of taking care of their hormones and their overall health, what are some tips that you have for someone that is kind of in that space? For 30s, I would say, um, well, stress is the biggest, biggest (laughs) um, (sighs) killer, I would say. It, It really is the key piece which is often ignored, commonly ignored uh, when it comes to hormone balancing. And especially when we are in the 30s, you know, you think, yes, you can kind of take on the world and you you do, there's no stopping you, you know, you kind of, and you're working, you're working long hours, then you're, you know, it's the, it's, um, yeah, raising some of them in the 30s, they're raising families and so on. And, and we often, yeah, we, we do ignore ourselves and we push ourselves to do so much. There's so much on we take on our plates. But yes, after a certain time, you know, you kind of think our body says, well, take it easy, you know, slow down. I can't. What we don't realize is, yes, the hormones, it's the hormones are made from cholesterol. And then then there is the stress hormones. So our stress hormones are made, cortisol, the, then there are the sex hormones. So they're made from Cholesterol converts into pregnenolone, and from then on, there's a cortisol, progesterone, estrogen, testosterone. Our body is, it's really smart in a way that survival comes first. So when you're going around, it's like you're running away from the tiger. In olden times, it was fine. You know, they were fleeing fleeing from a tiger. It it wouldn't happen that often. But now we are in a constant kind of this fight-flight 
response. We late for a meeting or we missed our flight. We get stressed. We are stuck in the traffic. We get stressed. Or we've had a row with our husband. We get stressed. Kids are, you know, we are late to pick up the kids from school. That adds the stress. It's kind of constant. We are, it's that button is just pressed all day long. And then our body, it has to take from somewhere. So of course, as survival is important for our body it would give it would give preference to survival so where does it get that it's going to steal from somewhere so of course it's going to steal it from the other hormones sex hormones that's not that important so it's going to shunt more to to our stress response to the cortisol and and of course then the sex then it's not surprising that yes you know our hormones get imbalanced in the bargain there and we then yes, we see the symptoms. We can't sleep at night. Uh, we, our energy levels kind of collapse. Our cortisol levels go up. Then of course our insulin, when the cortisol is elevated, that imbalances the blood sugar. So it's and then we, you know, for energy pick me ups, we go for the sugar and carbs, and so it's 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 a vicious cycle. We are in that roller coaster going along all day long. So I would say yeah, pause learn to say no. <laughs> um, it really doesn't matter if you have to say no to some, to certain things, you know, to your boss or whatever. There's, you know, you can't just keep, take on, take what you can do. And yes, go for massages, look after yourself. That's, that's, that's the key that I would say. Managing your kind of, you know, your stress, keeping your cortisol balanced at that sweet spot. It would be the first step for balancing hormones, I would say. Then the second, I would say, how are you supporting your body? Our hormones, they get metabolized in the liver. So I would say women, again, they don't look at the estrogen dominance. They would say that, oh, and especially with menopausal women that I work with, they would say to me that, oh, you're talking about estrogen dominance, but my estrogen levels are low. How can I be estrogen dominant? But it's the the estrogen level, it's a relation to progesterone, it's a ratio. So it doesn't matter what your estrogen levels are, but if it's not related to progesterone, then yes, you are going to be estrogen dominant. Support your liver. And this key is, again, a lot of women, I ask all my clients, you know, are you constipated? How many, you know, how are your bowels? Are they moving? It kind of a thing, you know, because yes, that's that toxic overload, that toxic burden that you carry. And that's not doing you any good. That's not helping your hormones at all. You end up feeling bloated. You feel fat. You feel tired, you know. And our gut health is so, so important uh, for hormone balance balancing. So look after your gut, balance your cortisol, and look after your gut. Those are the first two things that I would say. Um, ditch the caffeine, alcohol. I've already mentioned sugar. Yeah, exercise, movement. I would again say don't exercise. Also find something that you really enjoy. Otherwise, it seems like a chore. Uh, movement is important, but again, if you're exercising, you need to kind of be sure that it's not raising your cortisol levels even further. So you need to find that smooth, that balance and, and, and listen to your body. Your body would tell you. I'm currently working with a client who's um, who just has to exercise and they have to do intense exercise every day. And came to me, this particular woman came to me with, with migraine problem and and it was interesting that when I just said to her to kind of cut down on her exercise 
for a, you know, just for a week and see or just do gentle work. And it was interesting. She came back to me to say that since she's cut it down, her headaches are gone because it was raising her her cortisol levels even further. And that was that was a stressor. And that was giving her the migraines. And now she's cut it down. She's doing the gentle exercises like yoga and Pilates and so on. And that's 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 really helping her. And to kind of she's getting that movement and exercise and it's not elevating her cortisol levels and it's not kind of then raising her blood sugar and it's not like giving her the headaches. So you really need to, everybody is unique. You really need to find out what is right for you rather than blindly following what is being said and what's, it's, there's no one shoe size that fits everybody. We're all unique. We're all different. So find out that works best for you for your body and do that. I love, I've never thought of it as shoe sizes. That is perfect. <laughs> totally. That's so perfect. I love that. And, and two, you know, I think a lot of us get really impatient. So I know when I was first getting going with, okay, let's figure out this whole hormone thing. Cause I've had amenorrhea for like six years and I should probably figure out what's going on here. I know that I got really impatient after eating keto for a week. I didn't get my period back. I'm like, okay, well, clearly this doesn't work. Um, is it fair to say that the longer you've been kind of down this path of, like you were mentioning, like high stress, not listening to your body, maybe working out too much, of course you'll see small improvements, but I would imagine, well, I mean, I'm kind of setting you up for this question because I, I definitely um, know that it takes years. <laughs> it takes years upon years to kind of get in that place where even you said now you're not perfect. There's still things that you're picking away at, but what's your kind of message to those that are frustrated with, you know, I've been doing this a couple of months. It's, oh, I'm seeing little things, but not much. Like what's your message for them? Okay. I would say be patient. It, it wouldn't, it, there is, it, it isn't a magic pill. There is no magic diet as well. If there was, then the diet all these diet companies and programs, they would go out of business if there was that one diet that would work for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said earlier, Leanne, it takes a while for your body to, for you to get to where you are now, you know, wherever you are now in your journey. It's taken whether you have all these symptoms showing up or whether they're just two or three symptoms showing up. They haven't come overnight that you went to sleep and in the morning you ended up with those symptoms. It it's a cumulative effect over a period of time, you know, years even. So it's not going to take, okay, maybe five years, 10 years ago, you were, you didn't have anything, you were your healthiest. And now it's taken 10 years later, you are, you know, getting all these symptoms. So it's taken probably, for example, 10 years to get there. It's not going to take, you know, that it's not going to take you 10 years to go back to, you know, to feel healthy, healthier again. But it would it wouldn't be 10 days. It would take longer than that. Again, we are all different in some. It can take months. It can in some it can even take a year or two years. So give yourself that time. Trust, trust your body and trust yourself. It wouldn't. But you would you would start seeing the changes. I see changes with, you know, even even a tiny change that, you know, they can they slept well at night. And and that's a huge thing. And then they see the effect of it. You know, they slept well at night. So they've woken up feeling rested. And now they have more energy in the morning. So then, again, you add on to that, that in the past, they would have probably switched on their coffee machine, and they would be needing three cups of 
coffee to before they could even move. But now, you know, they slept well. They woke up feeling rested. They've instead of they've swapped their coffee with something else, and they've left their, you know, they've ditched their breakfast of kind of having a bowl of sugary cereal or a pastry to something, you know, a good protein breakfast. So they've had uh, they've had had eggs and you know greens to their morning breakfast so then their energy levels are sustained so now they don't feel that okay they've gone to work and come 11 o'clock and they kind of feel oh I'm crashing I need another cup of coffee so it's it's kind of you build on on that so you're laying the brakes so the foundation and then you're kind of building on on that and as you kind of see you put each layer and you're working along that and you see the changes and yeah, they do happen. You see the changes. They do work. You will get the results. So just work along. Give your body the time and and support your body, you know, and, and kind of you're putting up the layers and, you know, and you're getting where, where you want to be. But yeah, don't expect overnight it's going to work. But then don't give up as well. Just don't give up. Be gentle with yourself and trust yourself. If you don't do it, if you go back to your old ways, you know, giving up and kind of it's not working, are you going to really achieve what you truly want to achieve? No, you're not. You're kind of just pulling yourself back again and going back again into that hole. And and that's not the way it should be, you know. Life is beautiful. There's so much you've got to live for and do. So why not give it a chance to get there? Yes, beautifully said. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you're up to? And Okay, they can find me on kirinram.com. I do have a three-part video training series that's coming up from tomorrow. I can share the link with you. And of course, you can share it with the listeners if you want to. So I'll email you the link. And then there is a full 90-minute webinar coming up shortly, just after Easter, where it's a free training. So I'm going to be going in-depth about balancing your hormones, you know, kind of going through all the steps. So there'll be a lot of takeaways for women if they want to find out more about kind of, you know, where, how do they start? What do they do? And how do they take it to the next level as they work along? So they, each step would be kind of laid out in detail in that, in in this training. So yeah, I'll share the link with you and your community is, yeah, it's free to join. Perfect. Awesome. Well, we'll include that link in today's show notes, which everyone can get at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash podcast forward slash E29. I'll also include a link to your website. So if you're curious about Kieran and what she's up to and to join in on that, all the information will be there. So thanks so much for coming on the show. I could have asked you a bazillion and one more question. So we'll have to have you again to get oh, more any, into it. Anytime, Leanne, anytime. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's all about sharing the knowledge. Yes. <laughs> and raising awareness. And there's yes. a lot of knowledge out there. So it's good to connect with people like you that are so passionate about what they do. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks, Leanne. You take care. And that does it for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Thanks for listening in. You can follow me on Instagram by searching Healthful Pursuit, where you'll find daily keto eats and other fun things. And check out all of my keto supportive programs, bundles, guides, and other cool things over at healthfulpursuit.com forward slash shop. And I'll see you next Sunday. Bye.